All right, welcome to uh, episode 14 of the uh, Barman and Bevo podcast. Um, Mike and I went out for wings before the show, did some prep, <laughs> talked about a few things that we wanted to <laughs> chat about, went over, uh, thought about possibly doing a, a wing <laughs> a wing review wing for the podcast. Barman and Bevo wings. Um, we did catch a good batch over there at the Castleberry Ale <laughs> House, which is uh, always helpful. Um, and I'm, I'm very critical of Wings having grown up in, in Buffalo, New York, or spending spent a lot of time there. And we're not allowed to go to Ale House any longer either. I think we can go. What? I think we can go. We can go back now? If we're going to do a wing review, they have good wings. Okay. I think the, the douchebag that was there is gone now. <laughs> I would have to think so. <laughs> no one lasts there more than three or four years. <laughs> three, two. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so we're going to do a little different episode tonight um, just because the amount of sports stories that are in the news. I mean, there was stuff that Mike and I were talking about while we were eating wings that we kind of wanted to – there's stuff there that we wanted to talk about, but it might be too much. And there's like a ton of football stuff right now. Um, you know, we're it, it looks like this weekend was the first weekend of college football, unbeknownst I to both know. of us. <laughs> Um, they were calling it week zero, which is weird. Zero is not a number. I know. Well, you can't have anything occur on a non-numbered week. So, I, I mean, I was expecting next weekend to be the first weekend of college football, um, even though I'm going to be down at the track with you. Um, but, you know, I was going to record games and, and, and watch them on Sunday and um, my usual my usual uh, Saturday afternoon, watching Notre Dame, watching Alabama, whoever, Florida, Georgia. Alabama. SEC football. Do you ever watch Alabama? I do. I love watching Alabama. Really? They're a really well-coached well team. I Nick Saban's a great coach. I saw Alabama play live last year. So did I. Were you with me? No. Where did you I see I was at the SEC championship game. So was I. Oh no, I was at the national. I was at the playoff. The playoff against. Yeah. They played Florida. No. Oh, you, you, you. The game I saw. Uh, who did they play? Whoever they played, they beat to go to, to lose to Clemson, and they barely won. It was a terrible game. I can't remember who they played. So ACC school. Uh, Ohio State, maybe. Was it? No, it was um, Washington. It was Washington. Oh. So we've got um, college football starting next week, pro football starting in two weeks. Oh, we've got our, um, I got our fantasy league set up. Yes. Um, we wanted to cordially invite any listener that wants to join our fantasy league. Uh, you know, this year it's just for fun. Maybe next year if we're, we're big enough, we'll have some sponsors, unless Reality Bikes wants to sponsor us. I don't know. Um, but we've got a fantasy page set up on Yahoo. Anybody that's interested in um, anyone that's interested in joining the league, shoot me a message on Facebook or Twitter. Um, Michael Vandura on Facebook, uh, on Twitter it's Bevo eight seven seven one. And I think I posted a link to the the, the league page on Facebook a couple yes. weeks back. So um, I didn't click on it to see if it worked, but. There is definitely a Yahoo Fantasy Football link on our Facebook page. Yes. Um, and it's under our name, so it should be able to... Uh, yeah, you should be able to find it pretty easily, but there might be passwords involved. It's not a public league. Um, but we would love to get 
it's right now it's you and me. I know Jess has an invitation. I'm sure she'll sign up eventually because um, she's not in any fantasy football leagues. But uh, do you think Todd would do it? Over, I think he would. What about – I know Scott, Scott said he would. Scott will. Um, I think he's – one of his rides is – he was doing some sort of ride today. He posted something on Facebook earlier, Scott Patton. Yeah. There's, makes, there's, his, there's his mention. Always, nice and early. It's always hard to it's always hard to hear. <laughs> it's always hard to keep track of Scott and his rides. Um, no, it looked like he was doing some sort of charity ride, or maybe he was doing some motorcycle work. Oh, he's for a, um, he's actually officiating at River Gorge. The oh, high okay. That weekend. Um, hey, how did the uh, the the crit go down at Grant Park? It was good. We had over a hundred competitors. It was uh, the course was a little dark later in the evening, but uh, we had some portable lighting done and. I mean, you were looking for a, a light stand there for a couple days. Four. Wow. Four. Um, how were the crowds? Good? Yeah. Good the, definitely good turnout. Uh, the locals came out to watch the race, which is uh, which is a little step in the right direction for for what cycling criterion racing has going on right now. So we'll see how this goes. Cool. So, um let me know about fa- uh, fantasy football if anybody's interested. We'd love to, you know, we'd love to get a, an eight or a ten or a twelve person league going. I'll I'll make it as easy as possible. If we, if, the, if everybody wants to do a live draft, we'll do a live draft. If everybody wants to do an auto draft, we'll do an auto draft. We'll make it we'll make it fun. Um, you know, it's 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 already pretty competitive between you and I when it comes to pro football because True. you're a Falcons fan. I'm a Packers fan. Well, think of how many players will be available if it's just you, me, and Jess. <laughs> no, I think we need four teams. Four teams. We need four yeah, teams to have, to have a league. But I think we should be able to get... Well, your two dogs can have teams. Yeah, but who's going to manage that? They can. <laughs> the trades between me just and the dogs the, are just... With the nose. <laughs> with the nose up to the screen. Oh, you wanted to trade. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be funny. Um... All right, let's let's dive right in. Uh, let's talk about the Vuelta. We, we were both a week off on the start date. A little, little long, little, little long. <laughs> but we're. I think stage six was today. Uh, I think they're on stage eight, actually. No. Uh, I think they are that far in. Let's oh wow! See. It started on a Friday. Uh, no, it started on a Saturday. The, today's Saturday. It'll be stage seven. Well, because zero isn't a number. <laughs> Oh, maybe it is eight. <laughs> we just had this argument pre-show. It was stage eight today. Oh, wow. Ala Fleet won. It was, a, it was a good. It was a good ride. I, with the one, so I picked it up. I think on Tuesday or Wednesday. Right. I was watching baseball. <laughs> I was watching the the Indians play, and I was watching. Uh, there was nothing on at like nine o'clock. Right. So I was flipping through the channels. I'm like, oh, the Vuelta started, yes. and I found it on the Olympic Channel. Started watching it. Um, There were a couple things that I noticed that were interesting. The neutral service car, Shimano. Yes. In blue. In blue. <laughs> the polka yes. dot jersey's blue. Yes. The leader's jersey's red. Yes. Is the points jersey red too? No, I believe the points jersey is still green. Okay. Uh, and the young rider's jersey's white still. Yes. Um, but the polka dots, the polka dot jersey's polka dot blue. Blue. Um, well, you got to be different. You can't. Yeah. Well, no. I, Actually, the Volta is owned by 
the tour. Yeah, ASO. Yeah. So it, it is run. And so they share Dimension Data is the technical partner. Yeah. The, the, all, a lot of similarities. And actually, the Volta was in France, I believe. Not necessarily at the start, but they were in NIMS for two or three days. So it definitely has a very flinch. A couple other French. things. A couple things. Other things I noticed. Well, the motorcycles have been an issue. For like the last two or three states, like somebody got hit today on an uphill. I didn't see anyone get hit. The motos on those steep, when you're when you're driving those things that slowly, and what they're trying to do is the motorcycle is actually protecting the rider from the crowd. So the moto has to go about the same speed as the rider, just directly in front of it, to try to create a gap so people don't feel comfortable stepping out in front of the rider. And so that's part of their job. So. Very, you just have to have you just you have to have them. There was a spot on one of the hills, so there was a cobble section today, or was that yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Okay, so I, I watched both stages today, that's why I'm mixing this up, right? <laughs> Back to the Tour de France, I'm mixing stages <laughs> up again. Um, there was so yesterday, there was a, a motorcycle that. Clipped a guy in the town on the uphill. The guy was trying to get back right. to the section of smooth road. Right. But the Bob Roll and um, uh, what's his name? Paul Sherwin. Paul Sherwin have been complaining about the motorcycles for at least three days. Because it's a cool thing to do. <laughs> Where's Scott Patton when you need him to clarify? <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's, it would be, if, Imagine a spectator knowing there's going to be no motorcycle, how they would behave, mm -hmm. knowing there's a motorcycle coming and you are going to get out of the way. You're just that much, you are that much more secure. So I always have a, they're a necessary, they're necessary in what's. The other thing I noticed that was a little different was there was some military presence on the, Correct. some of the hills yes. to contain the crowds. Well, to keep, really what they're asking is, don't run with the riders. Yes. And, and so, they're pushing them back. Yes. And they're actually moving with the rider to yes. push the crowd back. To push the it's crowd nice back. nice to see. Well, when there's there's only so many barriers in the world. I mean, you can't yes. you can't barrier an entire an entire city well, or listen, an entire Some of those stages, what makes the stage is the crowd. Yes. Like you can't have Mount Ventoux barriered off. Yes. Because the crowd is it's it's like the the best way to come. It's like take the show The Walking Dead, right? The zombies aren't really a character. They're kind of a character in the show, right? They're they're part of the scenery. They're part of the you know that, that's what makes the show what the show is. It's a it's a show about ultimately about survival. But the you know it's just like this. I mean, right. ultimately sometimes the crowd will pay play into your survival <clears throat> on the stage. True. Oh, there's Mr. Non-Clean Sheet. <laughs> you notice how the team's keeper. tanked. Notice how the team's tanked since he started in goal. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, I don't think he's the problem. All right, well, back to the Vuelta. Um, I know there were four specific things you wanted to talk about with regards to the Vuelta, and it's really... I just put my notes down. You know, we're, we're I, welcome to... I So, Froome has looked pretty good, but he's had his whole team there. Well, no, well. The, well, the other thing, the Velt has been very different compared right, to the so Tour de France. Let me just let me let me just put this out there. Okay. 
wonder if Chris Froome doesn't want to be totally dominant. Throw the everybody off his scent. Well, he gets he gets crap if he if again today it's a win it's a lose lose situation. Yes, (laughs) if he if he wins with no panache, he's hated. Yes, if he wins with panache, he's hated. If he if his team drives him to a victory, he gets he get he's hated. Contador actually, this is bizarre because now Contador's best interest is actually to work with Froome. Yes. And Contador would rather anyone but Froome win. Yes. And so, <laughs> so you're just kind of stuck in. A couple, a couple other observations about this race. The one thing I've noticed in the four stages I've watched, the breakaway has won, has made it on all four stages. Right. Well, Which doesn't riders. happen in the tour at all. Well, it'll happen well, one out of 21. Because these stages aren't where sprinters can win them. So allowing the break to, if, if the tour, and they are going this way, if the tour did more interesting stage profiles, and you can't have Marcel Kittle winning five stages a year, or Cavendish winning four stages per year, or you just can't. That's not fair. You need a hybrid rider like Sagan or somebody. It's not fair to the rest of the teams. Or a guy like DeGent or a guy like Barguil or a guy like whoever. You need different guys to win the race, the stages. It almost needs to be a different guy almost every day. And maybe a guy wins two or three stages tops. But what's weird is the guy who, who wins the race usually doesn't even really win a stage. Right. Which is... Which is normal in traditional sure. cycling. Sure. It's just not what people are used to. Right. It goes against the, every ethical, yes. or not ethical, but every <clears throat> standard for American sports. Right. You know. Um, oh, something else we could talk about is Barguil. We could talk for a half hour about this dude. L- l- let's dive into that. He got his team, I'm thinking of the right guy, right? His team yes. removed him from the race. Sunweb. Well... So, so let, let me, tell me we'll, why, because we'll, I didn't we'll notice a, what he. We'll did. do a restaurant analogy, but I don't know what he did. So right. you tell so me I'm, what I'm, happened. I'm I'm going to tell you. Uh, uh, this is going to be a restaurant analogy. You and I are working together. Yes. Waiting table. You're the general Working. manager, and yes. I'm the assistant manager. Yes. You say, hey, you know, you're director of operations. Wait, I've never been in that position before with you. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but the director of operations just said, hey. We heard some things. We heard some rumors that you guys were closing a little early because it was slow. Please make sure that you're open till two a.m. every night. Right. Yes, sir. Got it. Me, barman, assistant manager. You pass along the information. I'm closing Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Hey, barman, stay open till two a.m. Gotcha, boss. <clears throat> Next morning, you come in. Some guy sent an email. Hey, I tried to get in the restaurant at 1.30 and the door was locked and there were about four employees floating around. You come to Barman and you're like, hey, what happened? I got an email. I was like, oh, it was super slow. I just decided to close. That's what Barguil did. Barguil said, so he signed for another team for next year. Oh. Sunweb was willing to take him as long as he was going to be a domestique for the other guys. Barguil did not wait for Kilderman when he had a flat. Oh. And so 
You can take the Frenchman out of France. <laughs> Physically. <laughs> but you really can't take the French person out of the out of the persona. Um and so and so he, hats off to the team because you know what? They don't have to deal with it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, if I don't you know what? If you want to sign Colin Kaepernick so bad to your team, buy an NFL franchise and hire Colin Kaepernick to be your quarterback. <laughs> Somebody did make a good argument this week. Which one? Is Colin Kaepernick a better quarterback than Scott Tolzien for the Indianapolis Colts? Maybe. Well, that's their starting quarterback until Andrew Luck gets back. <laughs> Should the Colts have maybe made a move to go get him? He's available. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't. I don't. At this point, I don't know what to say because I don't think Colin Kaepernick's a good quarterback. But that is a definitive argument. But I don't own the Colts, so I don't have to make those decisions. But look, when you when you have people having a rally at NFL oh, headquarters for you, it's it almost reminds me. It almost reminds me of when those three wide receivers after Michael Vick wrote down on a piece of paper that he did everything that he he was willing to take. <clears throat> he was he, he he signed his name to a piece of paper that said he was a dog he he ran that dog fighting ring and they picked up their jerseys and they had and they had free Michael Vick t- shirts written underneath their jerseys. It, it just doesn't make sense. And you know what? The NFL has a problem. Yes, they know they do. Jerry Jones is Jerry Jones. If you don't stand for the anthem, you're gone. Nothing wrong with that. Jerry Jones signs a paycheck. Yep. If you ask him, assistant manager, to stay open until two a.m. and then he closes at one thirty, and someone sends an email about him, you're going to get fired. Yes. <laughs> yep. And you know what? You're probably not going to get rehired for a while until you show that you can go back through the process. In in right in 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 get shits and you know you know Kaepernick could have gone to the CFL. He could have done anything. He could have played CFL. He could have played in this, the arena league. And, and this is so similar to the Tim Tebow thing that it's just it, it just amazes me. Yeah, it is very similar. <laughs> to me, the difference is I think Tim Tebow can win, but. I don't have to make that decision. Right. But if someone comes to you and says, I will only play quarterback, I will not be your fullback, even though I'm the best fullback on this team, and we need to gain one yard to go to the NFC Championship game. I'll find somebody else to do the job. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, and that's – and <clears throat> it's a cultural thing now. You know, yes. it's it's – it's, it's our generation thinking differently than yes. the people who are coming into the workforce yes. now. It's just different. And so I'm not saying that they're wrong and I'm right. And I'm not saying that I'm wrong and they're right. right. They're just generationally different. And that's yeah. why you grow old. Yeah. Because eventually you're not going to be able to execute anything any longer and you just go away. Um, who do you want to talk about first? TJ, Contador, Roche, or Froome? Are we done with Froome? I think we talked enough about Froome. Froome, Froome's very odd cat. You know, he's he's got those chain rings that help him with the extra power <laughs> per pedal stroke. But then he's he's oxygenating himself. And he attacked again today in such a small gear. Yeah. It just... Ever since you pointed it out, it just looks funny. It is. It's, it's not it's right. It's fishy. It is 
fishy as hell. Um, <clears throat> let's let's talk about so, uh, let's talk about Contador then. He has looked. I guess he must have had a bad day. Stage three. There or was four. some food poisoning or something going around. Oh, so, tainted meat again. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, they're in Spain. <laughs> I don't know. I've never. I've never Didn't, been, I've never been he, to Spain. I've never eaten Spanish meat. But is but that, is that what a lot, teams, a lot of the teams had multiple riders that were under the weather. Isn't that what he claimed when he got pinched for doping? Tainted meat, if I remember correctly. Well, it was tainted meat. It, oh, the the problem I'm, was but it was tainted on purpose. <laughs> no. So this is Contour's problem, and plasticides, they weren't able to actually, he deserved, he deserved it, and he knew it. So he ate the tainted meat in November before they withdrew the blood when he was in Spain. Oh, God. And so when they withdrew the blood, yes, the clenbuterol was in within his system. When they, so the reason it showed up the day of the time trial is because that's how everybody did business. Oh. The day before the time trial, they put the tainted blood back in, and that's why it's such a trace minuscule thing that it usually wouldn't show up. But he had the plasticides from the bag that the blood was in, but they couldn't suspend him for that. So oh, wow. they did what they did. Okay. Well, regardless, he's looked strong the last. Three days, two days. He's, he's been he's been with Froome on at least the last two climbs. Yeah, but he doesn't have anything to lose. Right. Well, he, he's still outside the top ten, <laughs> if I remember correctly right. from today. I mean, he's seventeenth. Oh, three minutes back, six minutes back, three oh five now or something. Um, but he's the 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 Alberto Contador that I remember from ten years ago. Eight years ago, that's the Alberto Contador I'm seeing now. No, it's not. No, no. Well, because he was riding away from guys back then. Because no, so look at his time trial. The real Alberto Contador is where he finished up at the Tour de France in the time trial and overall. Yeah, but that's what I'm. Look- it looks like I'm watching now. No, this year. No, I know ninth or tenth place. He's a ninth or tenth place guy. You don't think he can crack the top five in this? No. Even if he continues to ride like this? No, the next because the other people have to defend their position. And two of them are BMC, and, and three Oricas are ahead of him still. And so not all the those guys are willing to play when he's on three minutes. They're not willing to play when he's, at six. It, when he's yeah. five seconds behind him. Yeah. They know he can't necessarily... Well, he did a great job in the Tour de France with the first time trial. He didn't do so well in the second after... And he's aged. Yes. He's older. Well, he's 36. 30, 35 or 36 yeah. years old. He's older. He's not... He never was a great time trialist. He was a great doper. <laughs> <laughs> and he covered he covered that up. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and everybody that says, you know, oh, everybody was doing it. Yes, everybody was doing it. But because you're a better pharmacist doesn't make you a better bike racer. Right. Um, well, then let's talk about uh, TJ. TJ was, I, I turned on the race and TJ was in fourth place. Yes. <laughs> I watched Is that. Is that after he crashed twice? No, in no, the same no. Stage? <laughs> so after, I want to say it was stage four or five, he slipped up to second place. Right. He finished with Froome, and, and they took some time out of the, um, the the group. The next day, TJ's riding along with Froome again on a descent and hits a pothole and wrecks. And then somehow on a roundabout, lost his wheel Stood and out. crashed um, yes. and drops to fifth. Yes. 
And then after today's stage, he's now in fourth. Yes. Riding along great, except for it just has something. He has a crazy day. Yes. Not out of the race by any stretch, but um, it just seems to be that bad luck coming. just follows him. We all know it's coming. His bad day is about to ha- is going to happen. Oh, you think something. you think you think he's going to have another yeah. bad day? Oh, it, the kids, the kids got it rough. I mean, is it has, a confidence a thing? Is it like a um, who was the other U.S. writer? Tom Danielson it was a confidence thing, right? He was a he was a head case. He is yes, he was a head case, but he was a doper. Oh, he that, you know he I forget he came out of that era. Yes, I always and forget so, that part. And so yeah, and so you're looking at some things, and 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 unfortunately, well, TJ's in a tough spot because there is still a chance for him to lead a grand grand tour team if he does well, if he performs. Is he it, the leader was said, of BMC? I thought he was on a contract Rush. here, but he does have a contract for 2017 with BMC. But he wants to lead teams. He doesn't necessarily want to go to France as a worker. Is he the team leader in this race? No. Or is it Roche? No. They, they share. Oh, it's share. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So one doesn't have to work for the other. They don't have to run into a Barguil kind of, like, you didn't wait for me when I flatted. Well, I don't have to. I'm, I'm a co-team leader. Or there are teams... Like what Quick Step, Quick Step is doing, where they won three stages already because they let everybody go at it, go yes. at it, boys, go play. Right. You know, and then that means really what that means is is one person's one per one teammates aren't going to chase each other down. They're not going to help the other team get you back, and so that's super helpful for a lot of people. And when there's Quick Step is up the road, that means I don't have to chase, so, so I don't have to use any energy. So they're. Typically, they're in that group together. I've noticed in the last. Well, Nicholas Roach, he'd like no, to, he'd like to remain a chance for him to be a team leader. And no. let's remember the reason that they aren't isn't a third co leader is because Sammy Sanchez got busted for doping on BMC. Oh, my question was going to be though: those two are in the group together. Are they typically helping each other at that point? Right. Are no, I'm asking: are they? Yes, no, yes. Are they helping each other? Yes. If it's beneficial, yes. Well, if they're in the main group together, you would think they would work together to... Because Froome's losing teammates left and right on those hills. Right. Well, these are shorter, punchier yeah. kind of climbs than shorter fronts. It's so much more fun to watch. Yes. Well, it's way less boring. <laughs> well, and it helps because the, the stages are only two hours long. Yes. Or so far, well, only two hours. hours. Well, no, but with the Olympic half or four, but what the Olympic is showing is just the last two hours of the race, which is the way racing used to be. Racing used to be like 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 the Masters. You never saw the front nine at the Masters on television. (laughs) If you wanted to see the front nine at the Masters, you went and you you got a hotel and you went in the morning and you saw that because they didn't think anyone would want to watch. Eight hours. Now you can ball. watch even the par three. Dude, tournament. you can watch those guys <laughs> practice round par three. Drink diet cokes and <laughs> suck on cigarettes. Um, is there anything else you want to say about TJ or Roach? No, I, I hope the best for TJ. You know, he's racing. He's definitely as fit as he's ever been, probably in his entire life. But who knows what's going to happen? You know, you just. I'd love to see him get at least second place. At least second place. Do you think TJ can win the Volta? No. Nobody does. Not even TJ. I'd love to see him get to second place. (laughs) 
That well, I don't think I don't think anybody is take... a better he is a better time trialist than a lot of mm-hmm. people in here, but he hasn't time trialed well in a long time. So it'll be an interesting race. He's fifty eight seconds back. Does that sound right? I don't think he's that far. I think he's 34, 40. Okay. He's in fifth. But, but fifth or I sixth don't now. think he can get the 30 seconds back. He doesn't. He on just front. has to be less shitty than the other riders that are in no, second. No, but I don't. Third yeah, fourth. right. I don't think he's racing You're to win it now. You're not usually going to racing time for back on Froome unless you wanted to, or you can beat him in a time trial. And there's nobody there that can beat him in a time trial, really. That's a That's GC a contender. guy. That's a GC guy. There are guys there, like Rohan Dennis and other guys that can beat him in the, in the time trial, but that's not. That's not what they're they're doing. Um, do you want to talk about Roche at all or no? I mean, he's a great rider. He's very balanced. He's a great, you know, if you if you have a good team, you know, he's awesome. He raced in the uh, tour, right? I don't believe so. I think he was in the Giro also. No, I'm I'm almost positive. Well, maybe he was. He has the he has the Irish flag around his sleeve, right? Yes. He was in the tour. Okay. Because Dan Martin's his cousin. Correct. They were both in the tour. Yes. He was a contender like in week one and then kind of lost it. If I remember Well, correctly. he was working for Port, so... No, sure. Sure. I don't know where he finished up in the first time trial. I don't think it was all that bad, but... Okay. Um, do you want to talk about ESPN? You want to talk about Robert Lee? <laughs> I know you do. Oh, well, I, I want to... What do you... How ridiculous is that? It is... Well, it's ESPN, so it's not that ridiculous. Yes, it <laughs> but is. How do you pull an Asian guy off calling games in Virginia because his name is Robert Lee? Who who even thought of this? Who thought this was okay? Disney? Is it Disney? You think Disney said something? No. They had no idea there was a Robert Lee that announced, <laughs> that announced games. It had to be some bozo. This is the problem with our society. Everybody's offended by something. When do, when do I get to be offended? I offend you daily. <laughs> I enjoy it. <laughs> it's a, there's a bunch of sissies in this country... This is ridiculous. It is pretty ridiculous. I feel bad for Robert Lee. I do too, because the guy's probably he probably puts a hundred announcer. He probably puts one hundred and ten percent into his job, dude. He's on point. I guarantee the guy knows exact. Is it was it for basketball or football? Basketball. I guarantee this guy works his ass off. Agreed. And I bet he does a killer job. I just don't watch basketball, so I have no idea. So. I'm sure Robert Lee had some heritage in his family that he's super proud of. And you sure. know what? Robert E. Lee's family comes back to the original Revolutionary War. And whatever you think about slavery in Southern, the South, or whatever. But he's a great American. And so, if you have history, if, if, if one person has history that they're proud of in their family, and the other person has history that they're proud of, how does this... Asianly intermingle with with Southern. I just don't under because your name ends in three letters. Who could possibly ever ever think that that there'd be some sort of correspondent? I'm going to change my name to Joseph Stalin just to piss people off. Is it going to piss people off? Are they going to laugh? Why wouldn't they? I don't know. It'd be pretty funny though. <laughs> that was an episode of Friends. 
Was it? Yeah, Joe, Joey wanted to change his name. He wanted to go something a little more serious. <laughs> so it's like, I'm thinking about changing my name to Joe Stalin. And Chandler, like, what? gives him the double take. He goes, you should go with Joseph. It sounds more powerful. He goes, Joseph Stalin. That really rolls off the tongue. <laughs> that was a whole episode of Friends. And then he tells his agent, and she blows up at him. <laughs> tells him he can't do that. Oh, that's right. He was a struggling, a struggling a actor. actor. Yeah, for a while. And then he was on Soaps. Um, Is that good money? <laughs> I, I mean, is this the end of ESPN? No, just like the NFL. I mean, when you have such a so, large... I've, there's no, there's I, found out, I found some information out about ESPN this, in the last couple oh, of weeks. Oh, Jesus. This is going to be good. So ESPN invested heavily in the company that does the MLB... Streaming service. Okay. Okay. Since then, the MLB streaming service has taken over the NHL streaming service. Now, hold on. So, if a league has a streaming service, Mm -hmm. so that's not like NFL ticket. Right. That's like... It is, but it's the NFL... That means that a local... Like, if we still had the Thrashers... Yes. For NHL, it means our local affiliate had the cameras, and they did. They had their like the Braves games, mm-hmm. like the Fox mm-hmm. Sports South is. Right. Even though it's national now, right. it was originally just a local, like a, an affiliate, and See? they would broadcast the game. And then if you wanted to pay for the rights, if you I don't show, live in Atlanta, right? And I live in New Jersey, and I want to watch the Thrashers. Yes, I buy the package. I buy the streaming package, or I buy the package from Directv, or I buy the whatever my cable services. So for the last few years, I've bought the NHL package so I could stream it on my iPad, on my Apple TV, on my Xbox, on my phone. So if I'm out of town, I can still watch the games. Right. So ESPN was like a 10% shareholder in. The MLB service. Okay. And since it's taken off, they've <laughs> bought more. So they're looking at a way to take their service and do a streaming. They're, 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 that is what the model is looking like because they're losing so many subscribers. Well, they don't know how... I mean, ideally, if, if cable subscribers didn't get as much money as they do for MTV and ESPN and that... Then MTV and ESPN would have had their own app, like NBC Sports and what we watch cycling on. Mm-hmm. But because they're tied, so they're in, so interwoven into the into that programming, they don't have a chance. So they realize that they're at a weakened position against Fox Sports because I can watch you can watch Fox Sports apps, but you can't watch an ESPN event on. What has happened though is they back ended themselves into owning the rights to those leagues. So they're going to launch their own streaming service. Philadelphia is up two to nothing on Atlanta. How'd that happen? They're the worst team in the league, I think. So they're going to back, they're going to back into owning the rights to NHL and MLB through this app. Are they going to, but they're going to do it through different named companies. They're not going to do it through ESPN. So they're actually generating, the revenue is coming in, but it's actually being generated. Don't be surprised if in two years there's an ESPN app pay for service where you can get MLB, NHL, NBA, and NFL. Right. Well, for me, or whatever NFL. I mean, I haven't cut the cord because I like to watch ESPN. I like to watch SportsCenter. I like to watch PTI. 
I like to watch Ron Ra- Horn. Rachel Nichols. <laughs> she did a fantastic I job. I bet she did. She does a great job every time she's on TV. It was it was very, very impressive. And and she's not intimidated by Tony Kornheiser and she feels free to speak her Cause, mind. Because she knows her stuff. I know. She's a smart lady. It's pretty incredible. She had some comment about There's her. a couple people on ESPN. There's a couple women on ESPN that really know their stuff and I love watching them. Right. Because you don't look at them like, well, it helps that they're good looking to look at, but they know their stuff. Like, she knows her stuff. Uh, Susie Colbert knows her stuff. Right. Um, who's the other one? Sam Ponder does a pretty good job on the college football. Yeah. And there's, there's uh, probably... Like, Doris Burke um, for the NBA for basketball. She's phenomenal. I don't know who she is. Cause I, don't you don't watch basketball. <laughs> I watch the Hawks maybe two or three times a year. Um... Yeah, so ESPN made a huge mistake with this Robert Lee thing. It, it's, it's insane. I'm surprised there isn't there hasn't been an outcry like the opposite way. Because they're complaining about oh Robert, somebody complained that Robert Lee's calling basketball games. Well, this is just so ridiculous. You can't you can't go the opposite way. He should show up to his first game wearing a Confederate soldier. <laughs> <laughs> but he's Asian. It doesn't matter. I mean. He so probably, should he show up in a samurai? He probably outfit? takes more offense to being called Bruce Lee than he does Robert Lee, right? Did, some, did Jim Rome call him Bruce Lee? Did you, <laughs> you call me Chris Everett one more did time. somebody call him Sarah Lee? <laughs> <laughs> he probably takes more offense to that, too. Um, big fight tonight. <laughs> as, <laughs> as I wrote down based on your note. Uh, I did write <laughs> McGregor vs. <versus> Mayfield. <laughs> Uh, it's McGregor versus May, Mayweather. Mayweather. Um, Las Vegas, I'm guessing. Yep, they think about 11 p.m. How long does it go? Five rounds at least. Maybe. But it's a box. It is a boxing match, right? There's no kickboxing, Muay Thai, <laughs> eight ounce gloves. That's the standard, anyway. That's a normal boxing glove, or is that a- for for their division? It would be what what. What Mayweather is usually fought in, okay. but they, but if Mayweather wanted to, he could have had them go heavier, and that would have been thought to be a disadvantage to McGregor. Do you see? I saw a story today randomly that um, McGregor did some cycling for his his training. Yeah, I did see that for cardio. Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting. It's a good way. To it's do. a. I mean, it, to me, it's a really great workout. <clears throat> as long as you don't get hit by any cars or have anything <laughs> in Las Vegas, that's a, that's the dangerous. Yes, <laughs> but I think he's got a death wish anyway. With the, with the uh, he lives pretty close to the edge of, of yeah. what's going on in the world. But when you come from nothing and you get something, you know, you, you get to do what you want with it. Um, MLB, MLB or NFL. Well, let's do MLB first because there's not much to talk about. Magic number. 30. Yeah, but didn't you lose like two starting pitchers last week? We lost five players. <laughs> In one week? In one week. In one week. Uh, it was a starter, a closer, <laughs> our first baseman, uh, our second baseman, and maybe an outfielder. Wow. But they still took two out of four from the Red Sox. Well, yeah, but they owned the Red Sox. Mm, well, they owned them last year in the playoffs, but yeah. they've pretty much the split with them. It's so, so much split. No, nah, they're split. They're pretty split. Um, did you cap- catch uh, Yankees Tigers highlights from Thursday night? The brawl, brawls, brawl. <laughs> three consecutive innings, three brawls. 
How many how many players got uh, thrown out of the game? The first brawl was um, the Cabrera, first brawl was when Cabrera Cabrera threw a punch at the the catcher. Well, the catcher had to have said something awful. Oh, I showed <laughs> Je- so Jessica's a big Cabrera fan because he's Venezuelan. And and when I oh, told her <laughs> when I told her the Yankees got in a fight with there were three bench clearing brawls. She goes, it must have been with the Tigers. They've got a bunch of Venezuelans and they're filthy. That's exactly what my wife said. <laughs> he goes, all those dirty players play for, for Detroit because they're all Venezuelans. Um, it was... I watched it a couple times because the clip was 10 minutes long and they just kept replaying it from different one? angles. Yeah, the first one. So whoever's pitching for the Yankees... Well, it started the inning before. When they started throwing at each other. <laughs> um, one of the Yankees hit a home run his first time through, so the pitcher threw it and hit him right on the hip. Well, the problem was that that was two innings later. I believe it was two or inning. three innings later. I believe it was an inning everybody, or two later. Everyone felt like they, they thought that was a little... <laughs> well, the Yankees pitcher throws behind Cabrera. Yes. It doesn't hit him. And the, the ump throws him out. Well, Girardi comes out screaming. He's like, he didn't hit him. Why are you throwing him out? Right. He missed him. If he hit him, that's fine. He didn't hit him. It went through. So while this is all going, they get it all settled down. They throw the pitcher out. They bring in another pitcher. Right. The umpire is standing between the pitcher's mound and home plate, and Cabrera and the catcher are just jawing at each other. That's the second one. No, that's the first punch. That's the first punch. The first punch. And yes. he, you know that the catcher, as soon as he took off the mask, you know it was going down. Yes. And you know he said something about his mother well, or his you know, sister. You know what Rachel Nichols said about it? <laughs> oh, God. Please tell me. She goes, She goes. it's kind of like Springer when you take your earrings off. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony Kornheiser loses it because he's, he's like, well, I wouldn't know about taking my earrings off, but if you say that's how it goes. <laughs> um... What was, what was nice to see was a, a baseball player actually throw two punches. The other player... He landed both of them. He landed both of them. But then the catcher took him down and threw four more. And, landed, and, and, and landed them. Yes. But then the, all the cheap shots coming in from other guys was Dude, crazy. People were coming out. And I mean, he had, he had red spots on the side of his face from where he got punched. And But then the next inning... Tigers throw at the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> the following inning, Yankees throw back at the Tigers. Justin Verlander had like the best response. He's standing on the field. He's not even playing in the game. The pitcher for the right. the, the Tigers. Who's he's he like, what the, the heck? What the heck's going on? Is he going to the Astros? I don't. I don't know if they traded the him or not. But he tweeted out the Ron Burgundy video. Boy, that escalated, ex- escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ron Burgundy drinking a Miller High Life. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was pretty good. Um. Are the Braves eliminated? Not yet. They're still hovering around 500? No. It's well below 500 at this point? They're about eight or ten games below. That's not too bad. It's not. They're not playing horribly, but they're they're not anywhere close either. Um, Indians are six games up in the Central, just in case. You usually ask me where they are. I did actually write that down. I just want to know if you know. I don't care. I watch them three, four, five nights a week. You're crazy. It's on the second TV. <laughs> I'm usually watching something else. <clears throat> well, I can see that happening. Yeah, I mean, during the Stanley Cup, I had hockey and baseball up. It was 2-1. Two two one. One. All right, we're, we're back in it. Um, well, while we're talking about that. <laughs> what a save! Yeah, but he already let in two, sh- two, two crap goals. <laughs> um, 
MLS, Atlanta United, down 2-1 in the first half. Mr. Non-Clean Sheets in the goal. The team's tanked ever since he's joined the team. Dang. Um, they're one point out of a playoff position. Um, as of Wednesday when they lost one to nothing to Washington. He's been in the shot on goal? He stopped it, too. Must have been right at him. <laughs> Those aren't the ones he misses. <laughs> Sometimes they are. <laughs> um... It looks like they're moving into the Mercedes-Benz Stadium here in the next two weeks. I think they're – yes. Well, so football was tonight, first game ever. Is it, It's tonight or tomorrow. It's one of the uh, – no, it is no, tonight. tonight. You heard it at the bar. Yeah, it's tonight. And then and then Atlanta United plays there. I think around the 7th. So next Wednesday or Thursday? Yes. So they've got to have like a, maybe another road game between now and then. Well, they're already in Philadelphia tonight. So well, they were Washington two, three nights ago, four nights ago, because I caught the very end of it. I bet they're probably playing like New York or New England next. One of the New York clubs or, or New England next, or they're playing Philadelphia again, because I think they said at the beginning of this that it was their first game against uh, Philly. Um, Think we somehow make the playoffs? September 10th versus FC Dallas. In Dallas or? I believe that's their first home game. Okay. 3.30. You think they make the playoffs? I think they'll make the playoffs. Think they'll squeak by? Uh, Schedule's not all that hard. Well. They finish with Minnesota United, Philadelphia, Montreal. They're losing to Philadelphia now. (laughs) Hey, that's why you play the games. You play to win Win the the game. game. (laughs) Um... There's only seven games left. Or, no, I'm sorry, seven home games. Let's play. Do are you, we got to figure out if they're bringing grass in for those. Okay. I think they are. They have to. Well, they talked about it. I wonder if they aren't doing it this year. No, I bet. Because remember, they used to bring grass in for the Dome, too. Yes. To place if they were I doing bet, if they were doing real soccer like with the larger, I bet they're going to bring grass in. They've got a place outside where they can keep it yes. and keep it alive, right. and growing, and they're just going to change it out for the Falcons. Falcons so Falcons will be on turf, and the yes. ML, MLS team will be on grass. Um, while we're on the Falcons, uh, let's let's go ahead and move over to the NFL. We're on time. We're at forty six minutes. Oh, wow. we're, at, we're almost at forty seven minutes. Um, week two, big game. We've decided we're going to record during 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 the Packer game? during the Packer Falcon game. You're going to spend the night. You're going to sleep in the spare bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> My Falcon Jamies that saves you uh, that long commute <clears throat> into work. Mm. <laughs> Depending on how much I drink, it can be a rather long commute. Well, the extra hour you get to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got Packers Falcons week two. Uh, could be another preview of the NFC Championship game, potentially. So this is what I think is going to happen. Synthetic turf Yes. for Atlanta United and the Falcons. For this year. If they do World Cups or they have World Soccer events, Yes. turf gets brought in. You know the that stadium was in for the World Cup bid. Yes, which I believe... I think we might have talked about that last night. Yeah, which, which I believe they can do... <clears throat> if they could do it in the dome, they could do it in the stadium. Mm, sounds like they're going to have. Plus, they can open the roof. Well, hopefully, they can open the roof. Hopefully. <laughs> so that was a, the other thing. I think 
I had heard or I'd read at some point last month that for the first three games, the Falcons were playing, I believe, at home. Um, the roof, the roof was staying closed because I think they're having some issues consistently getting it to close. Yes. So I think they've they've said, "Hey, work on this, guys." From the, I think at this point it's got to be something in the programming. I I think I don't think it's mechanical. Well, I no, I think it's a confidence thing. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're gonna leave it one way, come for on, a big few fella. Days, you we you know, know you can do it. You can we, do it. Come on, man. <laughs> Who's got a crowbar? <laughs> yes. Remember the. Well, remember, did I ever tell you about the Penguins? The old stadium was it open? Could open the igloo? Yeah, because it was like a planetarium. No, an opera house. Oh, it was built for the opera, happened? but it had like eight panels, and there were there, you could see the gears behind the last row, right. but you, they could crank it, and each panel would slide open. Hand crank. Mm, I believe so. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and now we've got what looks like it looks like a shutter on a camera. Wow. Mercedes-Benz, right? Yes. Um, what do you think of the Falcons this year? What do you what do you what are your expectations? Ten and six. Win the NFC South? You might not win the NFC South in ten and six. I think Tampa Bay is gonna be tough. You never know how that's gonna play out. <laughs> I've been watching hard knocks <laughs> with, with Tampa good. Bay. Tampa's good. I think the Falcons are a little bit better. But that show is made to make the yes. team look good. Correct. But there, there are a couple things I've taken from that. I've, I've always been kind of hard on Jameis Winston. Thought he was kind of a, a knucklehead. Well, he is. I mean, he stole crab legs. <laughs> no, he walked out with crab legs and didn't pay for them. <laughs> <laughs> stealing crab legs is stealing Okay, crab you didn't legs. say he stole crab legs. Oh. <laughs> Did I say he walked out? No, you said something else. Oh. I can't remember what you said. Um, I'll give him credit. At least the way he's portrayed on the show is he gets up at 5.15, he's at the practice facility at 6, and it seems like he's first guy in, last guy out. So. And the guy's studying, the guy motivates his team, and I, I, I just... Well, let me say this. He's a far better quarterback than Cam Newton. He hasn't lost the team yet. He's a far better quarterback than Cam Newton is. Potentially. Not potentially. No, he won a Heisman. He, he definitely is. He is. You, he won a Heisman. He definitely is. Every Cam time you see that stupid, that stupid ass towel over Cam's head <laughs> after he's gotten <laughs> things didn't go exactly the way he wanted to. Come on, we've all seen it. Yeah. It doesn't. It's so reminiscent of Michael Vick and, <sighs> and the way he he could play sometimes as, as well as anyone, and then and then sometimes he was just hung over, and so. Um, I'll tell you the two guys. In that show, that are absolutely just stealing the show, and they're hysterical to watch. It's um, the defensive end McCoy. Is it Gerald McCoy? Yeah, the defensive uh, defensive end. end. Hilarious, super talented guy too, uh, but really funny in the show. And then they've got I think he's the nose tackle. His name's Baker. Right. Oh my God, the guy is hilarious. Just, I'm looking forward to the next episode because they do the the rookie talent show, and and the they, somebody did a top ten, and the first, the number one top ten was Baker only takes one rep per practice, <laughs> <laughs> and the whole team loses it. Even the coach is laughing. And, and oh god, it's if if you haven't seen 
uh, Hard Knocks with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I highly recommend it. It's fun. It's fun. I can't afford HBO. I'll give you my login. You can, <laughs> you can log in, watch it. Um, another big story out of the NFL this week, uh, or within the, I think within the last 24 hours. Um, is it Jordan Edelman? What's his first name? Um, Curtis? Jordan? No. Jackson? Damn it. Hey, Siri. I just know him as Edelman. What's Edelman's first name? Uh, it's Jay. Um <laughs> Here's what Julian. we found on the web for Watt Settlement's first name, Jay. Have a look. Oh, I heard my Jay. Jay Edelman. Julian, Julian Edelman. Francis Edelman. Looks like he's out for the year with, I'm guessing, a blown knee. Blown out his... They think he has an ACL. Everyone thinks he has there. an ACL tear. I've been there. Three times. <laughs> Kent State University. College of name, name one famous person that went to Kent State University. Mm, that's tough. Hosts the price is right. He hosts the price is right. Drew Carey? Really? I believe you went to Kent State. It's in Ohio. <clears throat> um we were talking about this. So so what do the Patriots do now? This is next man up, right? Next man up. I mean, come on. <laughs> is Wes Welker coming back to the team? <laughs> He's age 31 from Redwood City, California. He's 5'10". He runs the 40 in 4'5", too. He's 198 pounds. Come on, you can't replace the, you can't replace this guy? Danny Amendola. You is got, Amendola still there? No, but you're just talking about... They've He's done not this. there? I thought he was still there. He might have come back. He was there wasn't, last year, right? No, wasn't he when they went to the Rams? Come on, they've maybe. done this before. They, maybe. Welker... Um, what was the wood, wood, Danny Woodhead? Wood, yes, Rex, they do Rex this Ryan all the time. They can find any kid that played lacrosse for two years and in <laughs> uh, college football for two years. And it is, 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 I mean, the main, the one thing that all those guys have in common is they have nuts of steel because Tom eventually Tom Brady is going to lay you out, he's going to throw the ball ahead of you, and you are going to get hit in the mouth. Um, I know they'll find somebody. They'll make somebody a superstar. Chris Hogan? I think he's. I think you know, he's who, one you of know those. who fits in? Who would fit in well there is the Beasley guy from Dallas. <laughs> he's exactly who they're looking for. I'm sure they drafted. Look at this. Same thing. Age 28, six foot one, forty yard dash, four point five. Wide receiver, Chris Ho- Chris Hogan. Same thing. What school did he go to? Penn State. Yeah. They've got there's there's ten people just waiting to waiting to sign up for this that could do the same job that Edelman does. Um, do you think they go back to the Super Bowl? I think they make no, the playoffs. No, they got so lucky with the playoff win that there's no way. Yes, they make the playoffs. They lose in at least in, if not the AFC Championship game, maybe the maybe the I got round. The more and more I think about it, I think it's going to be Steelers and um, I don't think the Packers can do it. But it's, it's either going to be like – it might be like Steelers-Cowboys. Right. It might be Steelers-Falcons or it might be Steelers-Packers. True. I think – Or the Bucks. Or it could be the Bucks. I don't think anybody out west is good enough. You know, because when you think about it, Cotter and Smith, that both were both coaches – 
in the Super Bowl also. Yeah. So, I mean, they it's not necessarily the same franchise, but it's still reminiscent of, of uh, it's a very short period of time since they've been to the Super Bowl also. So, Well, and no team has repeatedly won that division. It's NFL is so... It's like the NFC East. Yes. You know, it looks like it's the Cowboys year, right? Yes. Everything's going their way. Ezekiel Elliott gets suspended. They should be fine regardless. Right. But you know it's going to be the Redskins or the Giants. Right. Or it's or, or the Eagles. You, you just you never know who's going to win that division. It's the craziest thing. They're all bad and they're all good at the same <laughs> <Yes>. time. <laughs> they're just awful. Yeah. And watching them play football is awful. The the thing that's the only thing I li- the only thing I like about about the Cowboys versus the Giants is you know somebody's going to do something stupid. <laughs> And it's probably Jerry Jones. Or or you get to hear one of my father's famous stories about when the Eagles used to play every weekend. We lived there for five years. He went to games for three years. But you would have thought we lived there for 15 years because every story is, I think they were playing the Giants. <laughs> um, I can see Joe trying to do that. Oh, my God. Those sto- I, next time he's in town. He just hasn't been to town. I think he's going to come soon. Um, we'll have him on. The, he wants to be on the podcast? He, I keep telling him I have a podcast and he just he forgets <laughs> I don't even think he knows what a podcast is <laughs> when can we get your sister on the podcast that'd be um, even better who Maggie yeah but, I mean Bunny Bunny <laughs> um, I could probably record oh, we could probably get her to Skype in she's trying to start I think she's going to start her own podcast she just asked me about it a couple weeks ago yeah so she could be our first Skype. But you, you, you're not going to want, because you know she's a, um, a, a Panthers fan. I don't know. But she loves Cam Newton. That's fine. We can talk about Cam. We can watch replays. I, I think she's already given up on this. She we knows can, they're done. We can, we can, how many replays are there of Cam Newton quitting on his team halfway through the third quarter? Come on. How many? Five? Eight? Ten? I would say at least three, but you're probably right around it with five. Five. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. There's five times where you know that guy quit. Do they? Do you think they trade him? No, I can't trade him. Why not? Because it just pisses off the people that like him, that like your team, and that's everybody that is for the Carolina Panthers now is for Cam Newton. Yeah. So you can't. Not yet. He's got to show his ass more. You should hear um, my brother-in-law went to Clemson. John, he works. Uh, he works for auto. He works for a finance company, the big bank, one of the big banks. I can't remember which one. Um, but he knew the whole story behind Auburn and where why he why he was there. Where, no, no, no. Where all the money comes from that the players are get, getting paid with, and how they do it. He knows the whole story behind. Really, it. it's cra- It it all goes through. Um, this one guy. Allegedly, <laughs> he all this one guy, and, and he, he funnels it all through to him on, on debit cards. Really? So they go to the bank and take money out on the debit card. I believe it. And I think he runs the bank. And that's how they get it onto the debit card without them having to. Yep. And then someone else just pays the taxes for it, or the taxes get removed by how much you put in. Well, it's Alabama. Who the hell's looking at debit cards in Alabama, you know? Well, I guess it's a federal bank, so it's got to be looked at somehow. But yeah, there's something funky going on with that. I can't remember the guy's name. Here, let me give you a little quote. Okay. You ready, Maggie? Bunny. Bunny. If you're going to act like Superman... 
and call yourself Superman, well, you better be able to answer the tough questions. He wasn't able to do so. Who quote? Who's that a quote from? Uh, that was Mr. McElroy. The owner. Greg McElroy. No, Greg he's a, a former football player. Tin cup? <laughs> was it Cheech? But that's my personal sentiment also. If you're going to do the Superman thing and you're going to do all that, then you have to be able to, like Mike Tomlin, just Teflon on the shoulder. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I got time for that. <laughs> I, I really think the Steelers are going to be super good this year. Uh, don't worry. If they get healthy and nobody gets suspended Dude, for drugs. Go, and, what if Mike Tomlin and Mike McCarthy ended up coaching against each other in the Super Bowl and they had to run the last three minutes again. against each other? Again. Again. <laughs> I can screw it up worse than you can. Watch this. <laughs> no, I think I think um, I think uh, Tomlin wins that game. Over the Packers? Yeah. Because the Steelers have a decent defense, and the Packers, I don't think, have a very good defense. Who's and at that according? Dom, 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 de dom, de dom. How long has he been there? Why doesn't he? Ten get years. Any, why doesn't he get any interviews for head coaching jobs? Because he failed miserably when he was the head coach at Jacksonville. Was that his last spot? Who's the head coach there, right? I think he was a head coach somewhere else, also. Houston Texans. Oof. And Carolina. He was the head coach at Carolina? Yep. Oh, yeah. That's, That's probably how he got peppers. Yes. Hmm. Okay. I think uh, we've covered everything. Wow. We're at an hour. You got an early Super Bowl pick, or you kind of agree with me where I'm at? No, I'm, I'm in the same boat. You know, the odds on the Falcons getting back to the Super Bowl are super, super unlikely. Like Bill Barnwell, Bill Barnwell already bet like his whole his whole his like whole ESPN, ESPN, ESPN salary against it. You know, I can't see the Patriots losing the AFC. Um, East. They won't leave, lose the East, but they're not. You just don't have luck like they had last year. Like it the, doesn't roll. Okay, here's a good one. The Jets over under is four and a half in Vegas. <laughs> what do you take? <laughs> and I'm not kidding. The Jets over under is four and a half. I would take the under. Four and a half points. No. Four and a half wins. Did they get five wins last season? I think they did. They can't be worse. worse. They lost Brandon Brandon Marshall. They lost him to injury or they They lost him him to the Giants. (laughs) They cut him. him. They cut him. They cut him. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they're going to go back that far. Who are they going to throw to? Who's going to throw the ball? (laughs) It's the NFL. Someone will step up. No, not with the Jets. Hey. It's, it's, I would not be surprised if the Jets don't win a single game. No. Usual? Done. I'll double it. I'll go $2. <laughs> you can't double it when our hands are together. <laughs> you don't like the stinks? <laughs> a little too rich for me. <laughs> I don't think they're going to win a game. Have yet? No. Wow. We bet on something last time. I can't remember what we bet on. I think I might have lost. What did we bet on? I don't remember. I really can't see them not winning two to three games. They're not that bad. And the AFC is not all think, that awesome. I think they're Detroit The Lions AFC bad. East is not all that awesome. The Bills are an okay team. The, they're coached by Sean McDermott. But they're a six-win team. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. The Dolphins are maybe an eight- or nine-win team, mm, even yeah, with Jake Cutler. So. I don't think so. Okay. They get to beat the Jets twice. I don't they think might split the with the Patriots. Yes. 
Okay? They probably beat the Bills twice, but they maybe split with the Bills. Right. Okay, so that's that's four wins right there. Right. I don't know the rest of their schedule. <laughs> but I think right, I think on. they're the second best team in the AFC East. Miami? Yes. Yeah, but that's still shitty. I know. But I think they won ten games last year. Oh, they didn't score any points. They got a gunslinger quarterback now. Oh, they're in the middle of the game. They're down nineteen to nothing in the preseason. It's preseason. Yeah, but that's not for them. <laughs> um, <laughs> AFC North uh, Browns stink. Bengals are average. Well, Steelers are good. Well, let's let's look at the Jet schedule. If they, unless they got the Browns on the schedule, that's the only win. They're uh, the Browns aren't that bad either. The Browns have no quarterback. Someone will get them. Will get them some points. No, their defense maybe, but their defense is gonna be on the field the whole game. Okay, where are the Jets? Let's look at. All right. Oh Jesus! They gave me the weather forecast for where the game is. Hey Siri, what? Who did the New York Jets play this year? I'm, I'm getting there. There we go. Looking for the New York Jets. There <laughs> are brings up the team. players on the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Siri. You're a dipshit. Defensive end. Sheldon. All right. So, oh, they, they start at Buffalo. Loss. Automatic? In Buffalo? Those fans will be fired up. Then they have to go to Oakland. Loss. <laughs> Put it on the board. <laughs> I mean, where'd my schedule go? God, this is awful. Why, why do I only have... Here you go. I've got it. All right. Bills at Raiders. Yes. At home against the Dolphins. Oh, they got the Jaguars. They could be okay there. At the Jaguars. No, at home against the Jags. Okay. Then the Browns. They could put together a win streak. (laughs) Dude, your $2 is so unsecure right now. All right. Yes. Then the Patriots. Well, I mean, they could win that Miami game also. Miami at, at... yeah. Then the Patriots. Then they're at Then the Dolphins. At Miami. Damn, the Falcons. Then the Falcons. The Falcons are at the Jets. They've got, they've got the NFC South, so that's not going to be easy for them. Not super easy. They can beat the Saints. They got the, the Saints. Sh- they got the Chefs. <laughs> Andy Reid is a big boy. Broncos. Right. They could beat the Broncos. So, uh, if New Orleans was in New York late in the season and then in... Then I would Where's say they would, have, they would yeah. have won. They would have won that game, but they're actually in New Orleans, December seventeenth. So, all right, AFC North, Steelers win it. Yes, Browns lose twelve to fourteen games. Marvin Lewis loses his job. I don't know that he's ever going to lose his job. I don't understand why he's still there. Why not? I mean, is there a better coach that wants to take over Cincinnati? I actually like what they're doing. Andy or Andy uh, Dalton's. I like Andy Dalton. They got a good running back. They're just a running back situation. Good they're just wide receivers. Good they're tight not, end. They're just not that good. But they got perfect. He's a mess. They're, they're just not that good. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, what about if the you Ravens? don't have a better coach available to you, don't switch. What about the Ravens? Uh, bad year for them. I have a bad feeling. All right. They just defensively, they aren't what they used to be. And and offensively, they're just as bad as they were. All right, who's and in the AFC South? Tennessee. 
Indianapolis. And Houston. And Kansas City, or are they out in the West? They're in the West. Tennessee, Houston, and Indianapolis, and Jacksonville. Yeesh. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of... Who comes out of that of division? The Texans. The Titans? No, the Texans. Mike Malarkey still coaches the Titans, right? Bill O'Brien still coaches the Texans. <sighs> no quarterback. It doesn't matter. It you does keep matter. saying that. You're not even going to draft a quarterback in the first four rounds of your fantasy league. What are you worried about? You need a quarterback to win. No, you don't. You don't need a decent one. You just need one that doesn't this throw. The, you don't need Jay Cutler throwing this, four interceptions. This isn't the 01 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Or the 04 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> they had a quarterback. Who, who Ray were, Johnson was awesome. Oh, 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 03 Ravens? Is that who it was? That's Trent Dilford. <laughs> hey, as long as you don't throw a whole bunch of picks. But the guys they have, all they do is throw picks. Don't throw picks. That's all I need you to do. Mike, if it was that simple, both you and I would be quarterbacks <laughs> in the NFL. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can take the rush. All right, AFC West. Raiders, Broncos, Chefs, Chargers? Yep. I got to go. That's a, good, that's a good division. Jack Del Rio. The Raiders are good. The Chiefs are pretty good. Yeah. Denver's on the downswing. No yes. quarterback. <laughs> Who's your coach? Uh, it's not Kubiak anymore, is it? Uh, he has a, it's he not has Fox a anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And Chargers are just... Oh, the Chargers could win that, too. Mm-hmm. They can't win anything. The L.A. Chargers. <laughs> Playing at StubHub Center where the Velodrome is. Uh, who's the other L.A. team? The Rams. They're yes. in the NFC. Yes. Okay. The NFC, um, NFC East, we've got Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, Redskins. Cowboys. Flip a coin. Cowboys. I'm going to go Giants. The Giants have maybe the best wide receiver core in football. So they still have Eli Manning. He's won two Super Bowls. One more. Tied with his brother? Tied with his brother. It's going to stay that way. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say they'd win the Super Bowl. I just said they'd win the division. Dude, if they got to the Super Bowl, it'd be like a Nancy Kerrigan, Peyton Manning, like, (laughs) like going after Eli. If if Eli wins another one, does Peyton come out of retirement? (laughs) (laughs) He he couldn't play any worse than he did in the last Super Bowl. NFC South we talked a little bit about, but I think it's really the um, Bucks or the Falcons. Yes. I think agreed. both of those teams are really good. Agreed. Um, the Norris division, the NFC North. That is <laughs> awful up there. <laughs> the Bears are going to be terrible. The Lions are probably going to be terrible. <laughs> Who's the, coaching the Bears? It's not. Is it Fox still or no? I can't remember. He might still remember. be there. I think he is. Um, the Vikings could be good, but who knows? Their and coach doesn't even know if he can see. <laughs> I did see that video of one of the guys running into him and knocking him over. I did see that <laughs> after you brought it up. Um, <laughs> I like their coach though. He's a good. He's a good dude. He's a good guy. He just. And then you've got Green Bay. They should. I mean, they should win the division. But I mean, the, the, Vulcan, Vikings the Lions, Lions could, could. The Lions could also. Yeah. Stafford. I mean. It's a shame that he plays there. 
Because he could, he could really light it up yeah, for somebody. It doesn't matter. I mean, they're just going to be just as bad somewhere else. Yeah, John Fox is still the coach in Chicago. They'll never. He's not. He was bad two jobs ago. When he was the, in Carolina. With Carolina. I mean, he's lost a lot of weight. We had that heart issue. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, NFC North. We've got San Francisco, Seattle. No, NFC West. I'm sorry, you're right, NFC West. Uh, San Francisco, Seattle, uh, the LA Rams, and who's the fourth team? Arizona. Oof. Arizona? Rams. You think the Rams are going to win the division? I think the Seahawks are that not that good. Well, this is the last year for the Legion of Boom. Yes. All those contracts are. I think Arizona's the team to beat out there. I, They've got a really good defense, and their, their offense is maybe underrated. It all goes. It all depends just, on Carson Palmer, I think. No, I thought he retired. No, he's still there. Is he? Yeah. I think this might be his last year. I think the Rams have the defense. They're the up and coming team. Didn't they win like two games last year? I thought they were better than that. Four or five. Hey, Siri. The division is weak. How many games did the Los Angeles Rams win last year? Okay, one option is Pearl Vision. That's what it's called. Pearl Vision. <laughs> I hit the board. Holy cow. <laughs> uh, L.A. Rams 2016. Loss. Loss. They won a game 9-3 against the Seahawks. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, oh, that's preseason. Oh, that's this year. Here we go. Four and twelve. I think they beat the Seahawks twice. Yes. <laughs> but I like the coach and I like the defense and I think they have the personnel. I don't And there's always one team that goes from Sean McVay. I think he's young. He 30, 29 or 30 years old? 31. He went to Marist. Really? Yes. <laughs> and then went to Miami of Ohio. <laughs> they play there? <clears throat> Marist doesn't have a football team, do they? Yeah, I think they do. <laughs> One of the two Mass football teams? 2008 <laughs> coaching assistant Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Florida Tuskers 2009 tight end coach. Washington Florida Redskins. Tuskers. Assistant tight ends coach. Washington Redskins. Tight ends coach. Redskins, 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 Rams. This guy's, this guy's the real deal. I don't know, man. He played at Indiana University. Hmm. Quarterback? His father is the former San Francisco 49ers general manager from Bill Walsh days. Oh, wow. Yes. All right. You think the Rams are going to win the division? Yes. Okay. The usual? I'm in for that one. (laughs) (laughs) You writing these down? No. <laughs> wow. From four and twelve to twelve and four? I think like ten and six or nine and seven will even win out there. I don't think forty I don't think the forty ers will be that bad. And I don't I, think Seattle will be that good. And I don't think and I don't think the Cardinals are all that great either. So it'll be just a knock them in the mouth division. They're interviewing the Atlanta goaltender coach. That's never a good sign. At halftime? 
coming out of that. Die Pro? I wonder. We'll find out in a minute. All right. Well, that that uh, he's still in here. Oh, because you can see the glare off his forehead. Yes, <laughs> man, you're rough. I can't stand the guy. You know how I feel about him. I think he's not a good. He's not a good goalie. Or or he's got some sort of mental block. I don't know what it is. Um, all right, that wraps up this episode. Um, do we need to plug anything? We need to plug the races next weekend. Races, Labor Day weekend at the Velodrome. Dick Lane um, Velodrome. We're trying something a little bit different. <clears throat> We've always tried to skirt the Labor Day weekend and go around, but there's so much going on this weekend because of college football starts next weekend. And then once college football starts, there's so much going on anyways in that middle of September that we're just going to try Labor Day weekend and see how this goes. Um, I'll be in the press box. Official stand. I'll be in the official stand. Yes. I'll be doing lending my voice your, to the races. Your commentary skills. Uh, I think it's um, <laughs> it's going to go either really well or really bad. It's going to go fantastic. Um, yeah, I think um, if I take the same approach I've taken to this podcast, it should go pretty well. Because to me, and you said it best, it's you've got a good perspective because you don't know a lot about it, but you enjoy it. And you always ask a lot of questions. So yes. that's kind of like conveying what's going on to the crowd is going to be. Which is good for a podcast. Yeah, sure. And I can plug the podcast. We can. <laughs> For our sponsors. Who's our sponsors? <laughs> reality, reality Bikes. <laughs> they, did, they did help out. Um, and, they let us, and they let us perform there. All right. So next weekend, Saturday at the Dick Lane Velodrome in College Park. Correct. Be there or be square. Yes. Mike will be there as a judge. Are you getting to race this time? No, no racing. You're judging. I, I haven't ridden very much at all. I rode on family vacation, but... Not very much sense. You'll, you'll be there judging. I'll be there announcing. Yep. I'm sure Scott Patton will be around hanging out. Scott will be the chief referee. Oh, cool. We'll have chicken nachos. Oh, boy. Um, hey, you know what? While we're doing this, if you haven't listened to the last podcast, go back and listen to it. Scott did a really good job of talking about um, his his journey through weight loss his, um, I thought you were going to say chicken nachos without the chips. No, his journey through weight loss. Vocalizing what, what he goes through. And, and, but, but, you know, it's a struggle for everybody. It's, or no, it's not a struggle for everybody. It's a, a struggle for a lot of people like me who are big, um, who weren't big when they were kids. But he talks a lot about that. And then go to his um, website and donate to his Tour de Pink um, campaign to raise money for... Um, I can't remember the organization, but it's for breast cancer awareness, and he's doing two rides in I October. I think Pink is under its own... Yeah, but go to his webpage, scottpatton.com, right. or go to his Facebook page and donate to his um, his ride. I don't, I didn't get an update from him on where he is, but, um, you know, it's, good, it's money going to a good cause, and cancer affects everybody in some form or another, um, and, uh, you know, Scott could... I'm sure he would really enjoy the uh, encouragement by getting some some more money to um, what he's trying to, to raise. 
Um, let's plug Seth Snyder and Snyder Cycles. Yeah, they've got the, the raffle. Um, the going raffles, on. Yep, raffles coming up uh, for the Snyder Custom Frame. So those tickets will be available at the track. He, he's been posting a lot of stuff on Facebook. His stuff is really cool. What he's been doing. He's gone back powder and, coating and, and stuff. Well, he's gone back to painting some also. So mm-hmm. it's been. Uh, he's uh, got an extra shop room where he can do some fabrication now and do that kind of work. So very impressive. Go by if 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 you don't know, find them on Facebook. Go go over to their website. Go by the shop. Buy a raffle ticket. It's a free frame. Free bike frame. Twenty dollar ticket. Is it twenty or ten? I think it may only be ten dollars. I thought it was twenty, but um, but give them a raffle ticket. All their proceeds go to the Dick Lane Velodrome and the and the youth programs there. Um, you know, and he's donating a free frame to whoever wins. Um, find us on if you like the podcast. Subscribe on Podbean. Um, we post. We do an episode about once every two weeks. Sometimes we do three a month. Um, you can find us on iTunes uh, and subscribe there as well. Um, we have a website that is tied in with Podbean. It's Barman and Bevo. That's B-A-R-A-M-A-N and B-E-V-O dot podbean dot com. You can listen to all of our episodes there. Um, and the new the newest thing is you can listen to the episode on Facebook when I post it on Facebook. So that's pretty cool. It is neat. Um, so you don't have to feel like you go anywhere or off of whatever page. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if you're sitting at your desk at work and you want to listen to our podcast, you can listen to it on Facebook. You can listen to it on our website. You can listen to it on the Podbean app. Um, you can listen on your, your iPhone or iPad or Mac, whatever you want to do. Um, Mike and I are both on Twitter and Facebook. Um, Conley just texted me. Are you watching the Mayweather fight tonight? <laughs> <laughs> There's somebody to go with you to watch that fight. Um, I just wanted to see if you wanted to go. Nah, I just... I don't know what to expect from it. That's why you go. But the last time... The last Mayweather fight I saw was horrible. When he fought Pacquiao, maybe a year or two ago. You honestly want to know the last time I paid money to go see a fight in a bar? Oh, I know. I went to Jeff's house. Yes. He had everybody throwing 20 bucks. For his pay-per-view. <laughs> so he, he made 30. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you bring your own beer. <laughs> no, he had plenty of beer. Okay. He's got a whole beer fridge in the basement. Right. And then he's got shuffle puck in his basement. So we were playing that most of the night. So last time, last time I went, get this. Mike Tyson, Buster Douglas. Wow, that's the, the right club. fight to play at the golf club. That's the right fight to pay for because Tyson lost that fight. It was a first date. That was a first date. Yeah, I was. I, I, you and Julie? Mm-mm. No, it was uh, her name was Ellen. Oh, and so uh, generous is that what turned her? <laughs> <laughs> um, find us on Twitter, uh, Barman and Bevo Podcast on Twitter. Um, Mike is at underscore Coach Barman. Uh, I, I am. Remove the underscore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've already taken that Coach Barman. You can't have it. <laughs> I'm I'm at Bevo eight seven seven one. Um, we're both on Facebook. Uh, Bar- Michael Barman, Michael Vandura, uh, Barman and Bevo podcast on Facebook. And I leave anything out. I think you covered Sign that. up for the Fantasy League or email me, text me. Just let us know if you're interested. Let us know if you're interested. There's we no need pay in people. or There's, anything. This it's is a for free fun. league. It's more for fun and, and trash talking. And trash talking and, and, 
You know, there's nothing worse. When some of the leagues that Mike and I have been a part of, people wouldn't pay their money in until the second or third week of the season. <laughs> or, or the or they drop, or they drop out <laughs> because they knew they couldn't get their money back. It's not like that. It's Listen, just about having fun. I've named my team Bun in the Oven. <laughs> That's how much fun we're having. You can, you can tell me what an idiot I am for being a Packers fan living in Atlanta for 19 years. I don't care. You know, I think one year I got knocked out of the playoffs on a Ben Roethlisberger pass that was ended up being ruled as like two weeks later they changed well, the, like they changed the, <laughs> they, they it wasn't about a run or a pass but it was whether it was a drop ball or a fumble or, or a fumble and <sighs> and that's and actually when I stopped yeah that's actually when I stopped playing fantasy because I stopped enjoying watching football because it is hard and it's hard to be my most favorite part of college football it always was when like Florida State and Miami would play on Labor Day Monday. Yes. And those kids only had a couple weeks to practice, and you got everything on that field you, those you kids had. You know what had. The, the, the game is next Saturday? Well, Alabama, Florida, Florida State. State. Number one against number three. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. And then even, you know, Georgia Tech played Tennessee on Monday. Um, right. Michigan, I think, plays... Um, uh, like Wisconsin or something? No, it's an SEC school. Might be Florida. Arkansas? Might be... Florida, it, it might, might be, be Florida, Florida, Georgia. Florida, Michigan. I think Notre Dame and Georgia play like week two, two yeah. or three. So it's great to see. Well, not that Notre Dame's gonna be good, but it's great. It's great seeing the teams. Well, for the money, but for other reasons, it's better to have. I would rather have be a head coach with two losses and saying, "Hey, we played our best." Yes, and and we deserve that spot. And you know what? If you don't, some years you don't. Some years, but it's college athletics. They are professionals. They aren't. They aren't paid. They aren't paid to play something. <laughs> um, all right, that wraps up this episode. This is episode fourteen. Um, we'll be back in two weeks. Yes, uh, we'll have to record on a Friday. Yeah, uh, not to interfere with football. And then we'll we'll come back the week after that when the oh, Packers and, and no, we're doing uh, that. Monday. No. Oh, that's it's the, the week after that'll that. be a week. So we'll start. We'll do a, a week, a week and a week. All right. Um, two weeks and then a week. Thanks for listening, and we will uh, be back in two weeks. How long was it? It's still alive. Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curves Yeah Flattening the hills Someday the mountain might get up But the law never will